Does hair loss run in your family? Are you worried you're losing your hair? You can do something before hair loss becomes irreversible. You can regrow thicker and healthier hair without surgery or any invasive procedure. All you need to do is wear the Capillus cap to help regrow your own hair instead of hiding your thinning hair. Simply wear the Capillus hair regrowth cap for six minutes a day. That's right, just six minutes a day. The Capillus hair regrowth cap utilizes clinically proven technology to deliver safe, low-level laser therapy to nourish hair follicles for healthier, thicker hair. It reboots the blood supply, reestablishes blood flow, and oxidation too. The bottom line is, it works. The Capillus cap is FDA cleared with no prescription necessary, and right now you can get $200 off any cap purchase. Call 800-610-0239. 800-610-0239. Get the results you want or get your money back. Call 800-610-0239. 800-610-0239. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. Businesses around the country have been hit hard by the coronavirus, and the gambling industry is no exception. Casinos, racetracks, sportsbooks have all been shut down, leading to lost revenue and lost jobs. How is the gambling industry dealing with this difficult time, and what can we expect in the future for the casinos and the sports betting industry? Well, we're going to find out because I'm going to be talking with John Brennan from NJOnlineGambling.com, USBets.com, and the Gamble On podcast. John always has some great information for us. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them, in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Tag Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that provide tax services. Money matters. If you owe thousands in back taxes to the IRS, how much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I paid less than I owe. 
That's right, money matters. So call Tax Solutions Now and get the IRS off your back. Since 2014, Tax Solutions Now has been a leader in the tax resolution industries. Remove wage garnishments, property liens, fines, and penalties. Qualify for the Fresh Start program or even uncollectible status. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I owed the IRS over $10,000. I paid a fraction of what I owed. Call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes. I called Tax Solutions Now and got the IRS off my back. Thanks. You saved us a ton of money. Money matters. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? Call now and find out. Call 800-683-7377. You're listening to House of Cards. You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table. Go for dinner, see a show, take a walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air. But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit down at a table is going to happen. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishadow with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly. Your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. It goes without saying that this is one of the strangest times in the history of gambling in the United States. Every gambling market is feeling it, and certainly my home state of New Jersey is no different. Casinos, sportsbooks, and racetracks have all shut down, and everyone in the industry is wondering, where do we go from here? And to help us make sense of what's going on, we're always glad to welcome back John Brennan from NJOnlineGambling.com, USBets.com, and the Gamble On podcast. John, thanks for coming on. Uh, happy to be here. Happy to be anywhere these days. Yeah, yeah. right. Boy, it's good to- Good hearing from the outside world. Yeah, I got to tell you, it it seems I'm asking this question to a lot of people, but I certainly want to get your take on it because you've been reporting on the gambling industry for so long. Have you ever seen anything like this to hit the gambling industry in the past? I mean, is there anything comparable to it? Uh, Not at all. I mean, you know, obviously 9-11 had shockwaves, not only in the New York City area, but, you know, Atlantic City was impacted by that. And um, uh, even... Uh, 2006, I guess it was, when New York and Pennsylvania opened up, and that impacted New Jersey greatly. Um, and 2008, of course, had a worldwide economic collapse. So, I mean, there have been some shock waves before, but uh, there's nothing like this. Yeah, I, I know you talk to a lot of people in the gambling industry and the casino and the sports book business. Uh, what is their general feeling about the situation? Are they preparing for the long haul? Do they see light at the end of the tunnel? What is their general feeling about what's going on right now? Well, you know, I'm concerned because uh, Atlantic City, uh, you know, as you know, had 12 and briefly 13 casinos, but generally 12, and then they went down to seven uh, a few years ago, and those casinos then rebounded obviously with less competition and then a couple of years ago we opened uh, two new casinos uh, hard rock and ocean casino and so there were nine casinos and so um there was a little bit of a struggle there for profits um so now long term there was already some question can the nine make it uh in the long run and uh, this has only uh, uh caused that issue more but i will say that um one thing New Jersey turned out to be very smart on was uh, its embrace of online casino gaming in 2013 sure. and then uh, online sports betting two years ago also. So about uh, for last year, 2019, about 20% of the revenue for Atlantic City casinos was came from online, whether online sports betting or online casino. So that money not only uh, remains in- intact with online casino and probably goes up, and sports betting online goes down because there's not as much product. But, you know, overall, they, they, they're still getting that revenue. Yeah. And so for states who have no online component whatsoever, um, the revenue just goes to zero. The tax dollars go to zero. So New Jersey has a little bit of a consolation prize in that respect. You know, nowadays, everyone's throwing around the term the new normal. I, once this corona virus passes we're going to have to get used to some new things in the casino and the sports books i know macau recently opened 
in order to go into the casino, you have to have your temperature checked. You have to wear a mask. There's not going to be any food or drinks at the gaming tables. Is that what we're going to have to look forward to in this country? Do you think that the casinos are going to go that measure at least early on? Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. But, you know, it, it impacts the if you think of the brick and mortar casino, you know, if you go on a Wednesday afternoon in Atlantic City and, you know, uh, not not in the summer, um, there's hundreds, if not thousands of slot machines that are empty. Right. So sure. the idea of taking out every other machine. So there's a little bit of space or even, you know, two out of every three machines um, would not be a big impact there. You have enough you know games to play. And then on the weekends or in the summer, there might be an issue. But. Um, you can make that work, but you know, poker. Of course, the World Series of Poker in Las Vegas was recently canceled. Um, you know, you can't have seven guys at a gals yeah. at a table. It's just that's just not going to work. I don't even know if poker is going to work at all, frankly. Sure. Um, and blackjack, you know, is kind of a and craps are collegial games where you want to have a lot of people together and it adds to the excitement for the people. That's why they go. And so to not have that doesn't work as well. But I think um, for slots players, they'll be able to find. Sort of a ha- I, don't, I can't call it a happy medium. There's nothing happy about this, but uh, you know I think there'll be enough uh, uh, floor space that they can make that work. But it's it's just going to be gradual. I think that's the thing that I focus on. Is, you know, people are getting to this you know like new normal or back to business sure. or let's open the door. It's just not going to be like that. I mean, the fact is that no matter when any state um, decides to to open up somewhat, a lot of people, including me, frankly. <laughs> At my age, we're not going to run to the you know nearest casino or nearest uh, barber shop or whatever. It's just not going to happen, and that's good, you know, because yeah. then you can sort of phase things in where some of the employees come back, some of the customers come back. There is some business generated. There's a little bit of revenue, you know, and that that's good. And then it'll get better and better. You know, I don't know if it ever gets back to complete normal, but um, it, it'll come. But it, it's just going to be in many many phases. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Having a rough morning after a long night out? Stayed at the party a little too long and you have work the next day? Well, we've all been there. That's why there's Morning Recovery. Morning Recovery is the flagship product of More Labs, and it's scientifically engineered to outsmart rough mornings. Their patent-pending formula has been designed to boost your body's natural response to alcohol, rehydrate, and restore your body's vital nutrients. What's that all mean? It means Morning Recovery helps you feel better after drinking. Take one full bottle right before your first drink, between drinks, or up to one hour after your last drink. Go get some rest and wake up feeling like a million bucks. It's that simple. And we've got a special offer for you. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com and get 15% off of your first purchase of Morning Recovery or any of their other great products. That's RADIO15 at morelabs.com to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off of your first purchase. Morning Recovery from More Labs, so you can work hard, play hard, and live life without compromise. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're on. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishuttle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from NJOnlineGambling.com, USBets.com, and the Gamble On Podcast. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I mean, I had an interview with the president of the World Poker Tour, and I asked that question. I mean, after this is over, what are we looking at? I mean, are there going to be five people at a poker table from now on? Are there going to be less uh, slot machines in the uh, on the gaming floor? And, you know, I guess... I guess they're in the phase of planning what's next. Have you ha- heard anything about 
okay, I, I we're eventually going to have to open. What is the plan that we're going to implement? I know Wynn came out with a uh, plan on the sanitation of the tables after everyone leaves or after a customer leaves, they're going to swoop in and sanitize the area. I mean, are casinos right now making plans for when this opens? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're having all those discussions. But I think the other thing to keep in mind is that um, there's liable to be kind of a, uh, a, new, a new shock. It's not going to go exactly as we plan. You sure. know, on the bad side, obviously, there's all kinds of relapses and mutations of the virus and, you know, the worst case scenario. But there's a best case scenario, too. And that's that, you know, these um, private companies have every single reason in the world to, you know, find a vaccine, find any kind of uh, uh, aid to uh, uh, to stricken people. Um, you know, saving the world is nice and making some money is nice, too. And, you know, I think that that's a little bit underrated that, you know, the possibility is that within a few months, there's something that that's a game changer that makes a lot of this go away. I'm, again, I'm not guaranteeing it, and I'm not guaranteeing the worst-case scenario doesn't happen either. But I, I don't think uh, – I think we tend to get a little bit caught up in, like, it's going to go exactly the way we think now. So it's getting a little better, and it's going to take a long time. And the fact is we're not guaranteed that it continues to get better, and we're not guaranteed that it takes forever either. So, you know, to, in my mind, I'm just thinking that something unexpected is going to happen, and, and I think uh, casino officials are – recognizing that and trying contingency plans of, you know, best case, worst case, is they have to. This is their livelihood after all. You know, you raised a great point. I mean, even if the casino is open, it doesn't mean that people are going to flock to them right away. I mean, some of these precautions that the casinos will have to take may even have a chilling effect on people going. You know, if if they're doing going to such lengths to you know, take out slot machines or uh, prevent people from eating or drinking at the gaming tables, that indicates that something still might be dangerous there. It, it will casinos have a challenge not only opening but attracting the customers back? Well, they definitely will, but there's also another, you know, kind of mostly unstated issue, which is that it's possible that a lot of traditional casino customers um, who have maybe only dabbled online will start doing that more often, and they might start enjoying that. Mm -hmm. And for the casino, it's much less revenue intensive, obviously, if you get the customer to play online the same game and the same same amount of spend that they would have at the casino. But on an employee level, that's the worst case because now, so the casino makes more money with fewer employees, obviously, than their business. But from, you know, uh, uh, sort of human compassion level, you want as many of those casino employees to get their jobs back as, as you can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the casinos are going to have to go either way. And if, if it turns out that, um, they, they, they struggle to uh, bring back the customer to their brick and mortar casino, but those same customers are now, you know, growing the business online. The casinos as a business will have to adjust, but that's going to be difficult, obviously, for the state. You're talking about literal unemployment numbers in Atlantic County. And, you know, so it's, it's a serious issue. Um, if, if the customers are willing to all come back pretty much, they can bring pretty much back all the employees and then it's, it is close to a new nor a, a normal. But um, I'm afraid that that's going to be an issue down the road. You know, one of the things that the industry shutdown affects are the businesses that pop up around these uh, places and the casinos. Uh, a couple of weeks back, you, you wrote an excellent article where you took a stroll down the Atlantic City boardwalk. I mean, you certainly mentioned the casinos, but you also really painted a great picture about the businesses along the boardwalk. Can you give us a little insight on what you saw on that walk? Yeah, this is uh, March 19th, which is the first day of March Madness, which is not uh, March Madness anymore. Yeah. Um, or a different, different kind. I call it March Sadness, yeah. And, um, you know, it was so striking because the boardwalk, it was like a 55-degree day, a little, little bit of sun in the afternoon, not bad. And you just took a lot of people on the boardwalk. And I was figuring there was like one or two people per block. So, I mean, you talk about social distancing. You forget about six feet. You've got 100 feet sure. between people. And, uh, you know, the the first wave of it for me was was, was so sad. You know, there's a, a semi-famous uh, soup lucky stand at Atlantic City Boardwalk, and it's got never closed with three exclamation points on it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I took a photo of that, and below it, there's like a steel door closed. So it, the, the place that never closes was closed, you know. And there were like three or four 
different stores that were open with, you know, owners who had nothing else to do, just standing there waiting for customers that weren't going to come. Um, but then, you know, I got a second wave of it, which is that this is great. I mean, and it gets, especially think about it, it's a month ago and already that social distancing and the idea that we can't just all congregate anymore had taken root down there. And it's one of the reasons why Atlanta County compared to me up in North Jersey is doing, you know, exponentially better. Sure. Um, because there, there was a sense there that, you know, we, we can't do this stuff anymore. And so, um, that's, that's probably the best hope for Atlantic city. But the problem is that their customers are not all living in Atlantic city, you know? So while the, the locals, the very locals are not as badly impacted, thank God, um, the tourists that they used to get who were the lifeblood of the, of the business are tend to be from areas like mine or New York city or whatever. And, uh, you know, they're not, they're not necessarily coming back anytime soon. You know, speaking of Atlantic City and the casinos and the sports books, New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement still puts out the revenue figures for the gambling industry in the Garden State. Uh-huh. And, and for some reason, I forgot the casinos and sports books were actually open for part of the month of March. Uh-huh. Um, the figures yeah. came out and they were certainly definitely lower. In New Jersey, what do the revenue figures look like with regard to the casinos and the sports books? Yeah, well, March 2019 is a normal March Madness. You get $223 million, sure. um, casino revenue for the uh, all Atlantic City casinos. And then last month, uh, $85.5 million, so about one-third. So you not only had – so the casinos were open for half a month, so you think, oh, they're going to get half the revenue. But they missed March Madness, yeah. so that's why instead of one-half, they got about one-third. Um, with regard to the casinos uh, – and and the sports books for March anyway. Did one do a little better, or did one? Are they still the same uh, stats that we've been seeing? You know, Golden Nugget is still the uh, top casino, or is Borgata the top casino? How did they do in March with regard to revenue? Well, yeah, Borgata is always the top brick and mortar yeah. casino, and uh, Golden Nugget is the top online casino, and that didn't change. But uh, I was sort of struck that you know, normally when I'm digging through those numbers that I do it every month. Um, there are some casinos now, sometimes it's just a, a, a lucky streak, a bad luck streak, you know, but there's usually winners and losers. You know, this, this casino made, you know, the most percent revenue, whatever, and, uh, increase. And then this one really actually lost money for the month, which occasionally happens. Um, but in this one, everybody went down with the ship, um, like 40 to 60% or whatever, just uh, across the board. You know, no casino was spared, uh, either, uh, uh, brick and mortar or online. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. When it comes to online sports betting, PlaySugarHouse.com offers players one of the best experiences in the state of New Jersey. PlaySugarHouse.com offers millions of betting options on the sports you love. They offer live in-game betting on sporting events worldwide, money line bets, point spreads, prop bets, play-by-play bets, and many more. All at PlaySugarHouse.com, your new home for sports betting in New Jersey. Take advantage of one of their 12 easy deposit methods to get in on all the action. And now when you sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com using our promo code HOUSE, they'll match your first deposit up to $250. More bets, better odds at PlaySugarHouse.com. Sign up today at PlaySugarHouse.com and don't forget to use our promo code HOUSE to take advantage of their first deposit match up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Tax Solutions Now is a complimentary referral service that connects callers to companies that provide tax services. 
Money matters. If you owe thousands in back taxes to the IRS, how much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I paid less than I owe. That's right. Money matters. So call Tax Solutions Now and get the IRS off your back. Since 2014, Tax Solutions Now has been a leader in the tax resolution industries. Remove wage garnishments, property liens, fines, and penalties. Qualify for the Fresh Start program or even uncollectible status. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? I owed the IRS over $10,000. I paid a fraction of what I owed. Call now to reduce or even eliminate your back taxes. I called Tax Solutions Now and got the IRS off my back. Thanks. You saved us a ton of money. Money matters. How much can Tax Solutions Now save you? You call now and find out. Call 800-683-7377. 800-683-7377. Sometimes life is wonderful and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Private Healthcare, we provide the peace of mind you deserve. With Private Healthcare, you'll get the coverage you want and healthcare you need. If your employer doesn't supply healthcare coverage and you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, you need to give us a call right now. Private Healthcare is private health insurance for ages 65 and under with medical, dental, vision, and even prescription coverage. When life comes at you unexpectedly, you need to be ready. And health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is $35,000 or more, give us a call at 800-231-9279. That's 800-231-9279. 800-231-9279. Free stuff is awesome. But free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. Having a rough morning after a long night out? That's why there's morning recovery. Morning Recovery is the flagship product of More Labs, and it's scientifically engineered to outsmart rough mornings. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com and get 15% off of your first purchase of Morning Recovery or any of their other great products. That's RADIO15 at morelabs.com to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off of your first purchase. Morning Recovery from More Labs, so you can work hard, play hard, and live life without compromise. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of April 27, 2020. The World Series of Poker has been postponed. The events organizers announced that due to the coronavirus, they are moving the May 26 start date to the fall. 2020 marks the 51st year of the World Series, an event which draws thousands of poker players from around the world. Although casinos are shut down across the country, revenue from online gambling is soaring. Pennsylvania's iGaming revenue increased almost 25% in March, and New Jersey's online gambling sites saw a rise of over 21% for the month. New Jersey's online poker industry also doubled its revenue in March, netting the Garden State over $3.6 million. And finally, one casino has announced that it will not be reopening after the coronavirus has passed. The Lakeside Inn and Casino in South Lake Tahoe announced that after 35 years in business, it will permanently close. The casino has announced that people will have to check the website on how to cash in their slot tickets and chips. Some sad news coming out of Nevada. 
Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. When it comes to online sports betting, PlaySugarHouse.com offers players one of the best experiences in the state of New Jersey. They offer live in-game betting on sporting events worldwide, money line bets, point spreads, prop bets, play-by-play bets, and many more. All at PlaySugarHouse.com, your new home for sports betting in New Jersey. Take advantage of one of their 12 easy deposit methods to get in on all the action. And now when you sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com using our promo code HOUSE, they'll match your first deposit up to $250. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from NJOnlineGambling.com, USBets.com, and the Gamble On Podcast. You know, I, I guess if you're looking for a positive aspect with regard to the gambling industry in New Jersey, I guess online gambling and online poker seem to be going through the roof. Uh, what do the numbers look like with regard to the online gambling part of the New Jersey gambling industry? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you take um, online casino revenue um, year to year, March to March, right? So you go from about $40 million to $60 Sixty-five million, March 2019 to March 2020. So that's a nice boost, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, online poker, you know, which used to be the uh, the much touted aspect of online casino, and then <laughs> it got overrun. Um, it's only 3.6 million uh, last month, but um, that's double what it was a year earlier. So, um, and the, the significance of that is that even though that's a small number of the of the total pie, um, it, it gets you closer to where an online poker player can go on at any time of the day and find a game and at his uh, price level, which you didn't have before. They call it liquidity. So um, that's getting closer to working. And if they can get a deal with Pennsylvania, which for some reason is still, still strong, um, I think you can get sort of exponential increases because with um, the increased poker play in New Jersey, plus Pennsylvania players, and you got Nevada and Delaware players also, uh, then um, – a player knows he's not going to get frustrated. Whenever he wants to go online and play a game of poker, he can get a game at his price at any time. And then that really is going to give it a boost. So, you know, there, there, there are consolation prizes in the grand scheme of things because, the uh, again, the land-based brick-and-mortar revenue is almost 80% of the of the pie, um, and that's gone for now. But um, 20% is better than nothing, and a lot of states have nothing. Uh, with regard to the online casinos in March, who came out pretty well with regard to revenue? Uh, well, it, it's always uh, Golden Nugget. I mean, they're sure. they're uh, they're the number one and have been, you know, month to month to month. So there, there's nothing changing. I'm sitting in quarantine in New Jersey, and I can't believe the amount of television ads I'm seeing for online casinos right now. I I, I saw Betfair, mm-hmm. I saw Golden yeah. Nugget, MGM. Uh, the other day, I checked out WSOP, and they have a free roll at three o'clock. And one day, they had seven pl- seven hundred players in this tournament, and the number of people playing online mm-hmm. will certainly drop off a bit once the casinos are back open. But as you alluded to, do you think that online casinos and online poker may have found an audience that they can sustain even after casinos open up? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, obviously the the online the uh, brick and mortar casino uh, uh, audience tends to skew older, <laughs> and you know, while obviously at this point there are plenty of seniors that are uh, computer literate. It's not like 20 years ago. You know, remember my dad never never did learn how to use a computer. <laughs> Yeah, he once told me if I knew I'd lived so long, I would have I would have learned. You know, <laughs> but nowadays seniors are savvy enough. They're online. They're on Facebook or whatever. But they probably haven't, in most cases, played online casino yet. But nowadays, they're I think they're going to be you know looking that way. And it's it's like it's in a social group. If one out of fifteen people, uh, one of them decides, oh, I'm not, you know my nephew or my son or whatever, my daughter um, has showed me how to you know play online slots, let's say, and I, I it's kind of fun, you know. Then um, and then they tell all those friends in, in their group. Then they all try it out. And I, again, that's a group that is not going to be racing back to a casino because 
um, even though it's going to be safer at some point and there are going to be some, you know, loosening, um, they're still in the group that's not recommended necessarily to, to go. So I think, um, I think that group is, is at least going to try it. It's not guaranteed that they're going to like it enough to say, you know, well, I'm just going to do this. I want to stay home. I want to be safe. It, you know, we're humans are social animals. So some of them are certainly going to say, you know, I don't, I don't want to take any chances, but I'm bored at home and it's not the same game. And I, I have to be with people. So it's going to be sort of a social experiment to find out. Yeah. I think a large number of that group are going to now learn how to play online uh, slots or online casino play. Um, but will that be enough to say, you know, this is good enough. I'm, I'm safe at home. I get to play the game. I get a little excitement. Or is it going to be, it's not enough. I have to be with people. And if I got to take a chance, I got to take a chance. I mean, you know, you can see it in any TV interviews. You know, the older people get, the more they kind of say, listen, I, I've had a good run. I don't want to take any, uh, you know, foolish choices, but I don't want to, you know, crawl into a hole either. I just want, I, I have to live and whatever happens, happens. You know, I, I got to ask your opinion on something. I mean, I, I would never say that online gambling in New Jersey is keeping the industry afloat. I mean, certainly can never replace the casino jobs that were lost. And I, and I guess we'll see if yeah. the federal government will include the casinos or the gambling industry in any further stimulus package in the future. But could a great showing of online gambling in New Jersey cause other states to enact online casinos and online poker in their gambling expansion legislation? Yeah, you know, that would be logical. But, um, <laughs> you know, New Jersey has uh, had online casino gaming for seven years now. And for the first several years, it was kind of a blip, you know. And then consumer awareness in general kind of rose and rose and rose. And so every month over month for maybe three years now, you're getting double-digit increases over the year before. And uh, the money is now getting you know, fairly significant. It's uh, you know, 14% of uh, 2019 revenues for these casinos. So that's, that's a pretty significant amount, and roughly the same amount of, of tax increase to uh, revenue. So uh, logically, uh, states would have already seen that and already reacted. And yet uh, there's very few states. Pennsylvania, you know, being a neighboring state, I guess, was bound to wake up, and, and they've pretty much caught up. But... Um, I, you know, I thought other states would have already done it. So, yes, I mean, unlike sports betting, uh, Governor Cuomo, who's a little bit otherwise occupied right now, obviously, in New York, but um, he still opposes online sports betting. Um, so I don't think they're going to do it. And uh, I, I, I think it makes sense for states to be considering this because no matter what happens, at least they have some kind of revenue. Yeah, but yeah. They, they didn't react to New Jersey before, so I'm not sure they're going to wake up now. Has anyone in New Jersey provided an estimate or a ballpark figure about how much revenue will be lost because of this pandemic? Uh, I haven't seen exact numbers, but it's brutal. I mean, yeah. just just March, you're down a hundred and uh, I guess about 140 million. Uh, in April, you could be down at least 200 million. Um, and the big thing for Atlantic City, you know, seasonally is that um, obviously June, July, and August are where they make their make their bread and butter. So this is going to be close, you know. I mean, yeah. we already knew in March that April was going to be lost. And now in April, we kind of know that May is possibly lost. Um, but June, uh, you know, maybe, uh, iffy, July seems not impossible. Um, and if uh, if it's that late, September may be a boom because the September is good in New Jersey. And, yeah, you pretty much can go about your business. There, You know, the weather's pretty nice. Um, so they, there may be a bigger September than, than usual just because people get to go back to the casino. Yeah. But if it goes longer, and we're talking about November, December, there's a little bit of a holiday blip, but um, it, it's, just, it's just tough for Atlantic City casinos because um, being so seasonal, they didn't get the worst of it where this thing started and it wiped out. The first three months were the summer, right, and they didn't get it. Um, but they didn't get completely lucky, and it starts you know, in January. And then January, February, March, April, okay, they can sort of you know, live without it as long as they're going to have a normal summer. So Atlantic City's right on the borderline where we may have a decent summer there, but we may not. We just don't know yet. You know, whenever you talk about casino revenues in New Jersey, you also have to talk about the tax implications for the state. Um, how is this affecting the state of New Jersey with regard to the lost taxes on the gambling revenue? Yeah, well, you figure um, the brick-and-mortar casino taxes are a little bit below 10%, and the, the online sports betting and online casino are a little over. So um, if you if you call it an overall 10%, you're in the ballpark, and it's a little bit better. Um, but so, you know, New Jersey being down $140 million in March means they're down roughly, you know, $15 million in taxes, which is not a huge number for their state budget. But, you know, the bigger issue here is when we talk about jobs again is that um, – 
the, the New Jersey model is very different from the Pennsylvania and New York model, where they have very high taxes and they have fewer employees. So um, they get much more tax revenue per, per, per house, but they don't have as many employees. And so New Jersey gets, uh, and there's, you know, employee tax, and then those employees spend money. And so tax revenue is generated in different ways. So um, the New Jersey model is such that the direct hit on, on the overall budget is not very big because they don't collect that much in taxes. But it's the jobs issue that's kind of there. So um, either way, whether you go Pennsylvania, New York model, or New Jersey, and Nevada model, which is low tax, um, you know, there's a big hit overall. Whether it's it's more direct in some states than others, but um, it's going to be felt. But again, in the grand scheme of things, it's not the biggest number. It's really the 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 human capital loss. These are thousands of employees, tens of thousands in Atlantic City, and we don't know if they're going to get their jobs back. And if they don't. Um, you know, this has happened before in Atlantic County, where you know, there were points where like the foreclosure rate was the highest of any county in the country. Uh, you know, God forbid that happens again, but that's what has to be worried about, frankly. John, we're running out of time, but I want to touch on another important topic in New Jersey gambling. One of the primary reasons sports betting started in New Jersey was to assist the horse racing industry. And I know the New Jersey horsemen are in the midst of a lawsuit against the professional sports leagues. Can you give us a little background of the case and also where is the case right now? Uh, yeah, well, this happened a month after the 2018 Supreme Court ruling that threw out the uh, uh, basically sports betting prohibition outside of Nevada. And what the horsemen did, and they've been in on the case almost from day one, was to say, well, wait a minute. We, from 2014 to 2018, we were trying to get Monmouth Park uh, to offer sports betting, and uh, we were prevented from doing it by a judge who was relying on a federal law that turns out to be unconstitutional. So they say... You know, there's a like a three million dollar bond that they're chasing from the sports leagues that sued them. Um, but they say no, it's not just that. Those four years, we could have had 150 million dollars in sports betting revenue, so we should get that. And a, a third circuit court of appeals judge in Philadelphia was somewhat sympathetic, saying, "Yeah, th- this law never was constitutional when the day it was, uh, you know, printed in 1992. It was, it was, it was not, uh, not legitimate. So maybe the leagues are, or the uh, the horsemen are entitled to this amount of revenue from the leagues." And so um, the leagues are now appealing, ironically, the same Supreme Court <laughs> that created this in the first place. This is the sequel. So traditionally, it's said that you know the, it's less than one in a hundred chance that your case gets taken up by the Supreme Court. Well, the the horsemen and, and the state already you know had that hundred to one shot come in uh, previously, and then they won the case. Mm-hmm. And so uh, now what has happened in the last week or two is that the horsemen have agreed. They sort of stood down and said, "Okay, we're going to wait until May or June." And the Supreme Court's going to let us know if they're going to take the case. And, of course, if they take the case, then everybody gets out of the way, and they're the last, the last thing, and that's the end of it. Um, and if they don't take the case, which is still more likely, then the, it goes back to the, uh, you know, on the state level, and they have to try and hash out uh, how to figure out. They call it discovery, where you have um, you know, all kinds of uh, uh, depositions and, and other information, uh, documentation. Uh, that could take a while, but um, it, it's amazing to me this hasn't settled. The leagues have all the money in the world. This is the NFL, NCA, you know, NBA, and so on. And the horsemen need every nickel they can get. Sure. And it's a hundred and fifty million dollar dispute. I'm amazed this one has not settled because tens of millions to the to the horse racing industry, thoroughbred side, would be and 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 centerbred also, but would be so vital for them. And it's a rounding error for the leagues. Uh, but in the court documents, it just seems there's a lot of hostility here, and maybe a little stubbornness, maybe a little bit of ego. And so uh, on it goes. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Borgata made history by becoming the first Atlantic City casino to offer land-based sports betting. Now, one year later, Borgata adds to its history by launching its own online sports betting platform, BorgataSports.com. BorgataSports.com players can enjoy the same range of sports bets currently offered at Borgata's land-based sportsbook, the new Moneyline Bar and Book. You'll find straight bets, parlay bets, live in-game betting, and much, much more at BorgataSports.com. And now when you sign up at BorgataSports.com using our promo code HOUSE, that's H-O-U-S-E, you get a risk-free bet up to $300 and 20 bonus dollars at BorgataCasino.com. Borgata has made history again with BorgataSports.com. 
Sign up today with promo code HOUSE and get your risk-free bet up to $300 and your $20 bonus money at BorgataCasino.com. Your favorite casino is now your favorite sports book. Available anywhere in New Jersey. BorgataSports.com. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to the House of Cards. Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you here. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with John Brennan from NJOnlineGambling.com, USBets.com, and the Gamble On Podcast. So right now, there's no end in sight. I mean, I mean, I guess no one can really predict an outcome right now until the U.S. Supreme Court has its say on whether to take the case, correct? Yeah, well, if the Supreme Court does take the case, and they rarely do, yeah. but they tend to overturn. There's a reason they take a case. That's because four of the nine justices, at least, have decided this is worth looking at. So at that point, if they take it, that's why New Jersey was in a great spot uh, a few years ago, uh, is that they're inclined to say, yes, this is unconstitutional. And now it's the burden is sort of on the status quo side to say, oh, no, no, you, you're not, you misinterpreted it. Here's why it's really okay to stay, stay the course. And you know, they can be convinced now and then. Um, so if, if the case is taken, then the leagues are in great shape. And if it's not taken, then the horsemen get the advantage. So it seems like Rather than settle now, each side is kind of hoping to get the big advantage because clearly if, if the Supreme Court takes the case, there still could be a settlement before they make a decision. But again, if, if it's taken, then the leagues are in a great position, kind of you know, a poker game. And if they don't, then the, all of a sudden the, uh, the horsemen have, uh, you know, have a couple of aces. So, uh, I, I guess each side is going to decide that they want to, they'll take that gamble to say, let's wait and see what the Supreme Court does. And then we both know who has the better hand. And then at that point, maybe they can get a settlement. 
How is the horse racing industry in New Jersey weathering the pandemic storm now? I know that in some southern states they're racing, but they don't have people in the stands. Does New Jersey have any plans like that in the future? Uh, yeah, I talked to the operator of the Meadowlands Racetrack, Jeff Gural, recently, and um, he said there is a definite framework of her plans. Um, they have the advantage, you know, there was a, a prominent case in, uh, in Aqueduct where a uh, a worker who lived at Belmont Park but also worked at Aqueduct um, contracted uh, the the virus uh, in March, and that shut everything down. But the the horses are stable at those tracks. But at the Meadowlands, they're not stable there. They just come in on the day of the race. And so you don't have this whole community of not only horses but also, um, you know, full-time workers who are there, who live there. Um, you don't have that. So for the Meadowlands in particular – you would have just have people coming in that day. So the idea of checking temperature and some of the other things you mentioned in other countries would be more more feasible. So uh, I think down the road that will happen. Um, the timing of this is brutal because the horseman got a $20 million a year subsidy from the state just in 2019. That is really an annual subsidy. That yeah. it definitely helped the purse the structure. And sports betting itself has helped their business as well. So they, they kind of were on an upswing for the first time in, in a decade. Uh, or more, maybe two decades, uh, and then this happens, so now everybody's is sidelined. So um, they're in a tough spot, but they, they definitely have plans, I think, for uh, racing without fans, uh, I would say, if not May, then by June. They'll, if, if they have to go that route, I think they will. John Brennan from NJOnlineGambling.com, USBets.com, and the Gamble On podcast. Thanks for coming on and giving us an update on these important issues in the gambling world. Sure, at at Bergen Brennan, so B E R G N B R E N N A N, and uh, yeah, I, I tweet uh, all uh, links to all my articles and then uh, uh, occasional other uh, insights or uh, or observations about the industry. But uh, I try not to overtweet. <laughs> John Brennan from NJOnlineGambling.com, USBets.com, and the Gamble On podcast. Thanks for coming on and giving us an update on these important issues in the gambling world. Thanks so much for coming on and stay safe. Oh, anytime, anytime. And that's all the time we have this week for House of Cards. See you next week. podcast is a part of the c-suite radio network for more top business podcasts visit c-suiteradio.com